0: Yeah, having fun yet? How about that impeachment trial today? Boy, that was some uh, theatrics worth watching. You know, you gotta remember this. They were they were impeaching him before because he had the temerity, this guy Trump, to challenge the elites. The I mean, he just annoyed everybody from Exxon to, to, to Microsoft, to everyone. And, and then he went and goes and says, Could you check into that Biden situation with Hunter? I think there's something squirrely going on. Oh, guess what? He was impeached because he said there was corrupt. Do they unimpeach Trump, by the way, if uh, they find the corruption in the Biden administration or the White House and Hunter Biden? And I mean, I guess they don't unimpeach, but the whole point was he was calling out prophetically there's something fishy, check it out. And he was right. Now they're impeaching him for what? I've got some information, i got some. I got some documentary footage I'm gonna show you tonight from January 6th. I was there as an eyewitness, I recorded some really interesting images I'm gonna show you, breaking news right here. I'm gonna show you in a minute about January 6th because today what they basically are trying to do is They're trying to send a message to you, not just MAGA people, they're sending a message to the left, to anyone in the working class, to any worker, anyone anywhere who dares step out of line. You step into that elite system they've got, Democrat and Republican, both corrupt. You step into the the Wall Street club and they will take your secret service protection away. Deutsche Bank will try to wipe you out. They'll try to arrest you and imprison you. They'll make Trump pay a price, according to them, that'll send a lesson to anyone else. You don't step into the elite circle here in the power game of money and Washington. You come up through the ranks and like the mafia, you come up the right way. You don't come in and take over. Well that's the message they're trying to send. But is that the message America's getting? I think we just did some surveys in the swing states and it's like uh forty eight percent, forty eight percent. They they don't they don't think there's an impeachment justification. Matter of fact, uh only twenty percent of people surveyed said that's the business Congress should be focusing on. They see this in America as pure party politics. And that's why it's that's why it's uh, so nauseating to see. And then you watch the, oh, you know, it's like the uh, Barney Fife Republicans. Oh, you know, Andy. And because they're worried about getting a You guys have to face your base. You got 75 million of us. Oh, I know right now we look like we're heading for the hills because everything we do is um, potential terrorists. Yeah, right. Like the, like the nun down the streets, the one you wanna be keeping an eye on there when you're walking around the street at night, you could get mugged by a renegade nun. All right, well anyway, I got some Kim Clement prophecy here. And uh, this is crazy. That guy, you know, I, I was supposed to meet Donald Trump at, at, uh, with Kim Clement, here's a funny thing. He tells me to stay at his favorite hotel in New York, which is called The Q. And here I am doing my expose on Q this week, but but <laughs> Kim Clement told me, stay at the queue. And I got my room there. I never stayed there before. To go down and meet Trump, it was quite an experience. And, and Kim didn't show up because that was the first night he got sick. And, and I'll tell you what, I had to hear God from myself. I had to just go in. The prophet wasn't there. I had to do it myself. And, well, I was fumbling around there. And I met Trump that day, and yep, that was the beginning of the roller coaster for me, two books and a whole lot of interesting experiences later. But Kim prophesied in 2014 something, and, and, and it deals with impeachment. And what's crazy is he, the prophet, he says, impeach, impeach. And there's something about Kim when he's in the zone. You gotta catch this. It's a bit like, it's a bit mysterious. His daughter Donna could explain this. And by the way, I'm gonna, I, I, my transcript that I got is a transcript. But you know, sometimes the way that the uh, the um, transcription comes, it doesn't understand a word and it substitutes its own. Like you know, it could be the word is uh, you know trembling, and it ends up translating as tennis player or something. But I'll read to you what I got because in 2014, Kim prophesied, and when he, and we prophesy, what, what happens with a prophet like that is they're, they're they're up. Like he he would tell me, like it would be like he was had a wall and he climb up over, he'd get the pull up and peek into this infinite like depth of information, then he come back down and, and share what he saw. But so he's when a prophet like that is speaking, he's speaking into one time zone, then pulls out, then speaking to another, and it's very hard to thread together. However, after the fact, it's like, what the heck did he say? He was totally right. Well, I'm gonna give you one of those moments now, because he says impeach, impeach twice, because the same guy is gonna have two impeachments. The left, Trump drives the left crazy, and now the poor guy is like being careful about what he should never have to worry about what he's doing or what he's saying, because the elite power ball brokers are the very thing God's breaking up, and he's gonna join, you watch, our fight isn't with the left, not, not like you think. It's with the elite power brokers. It's with the gatekeepers in those seven mountains. They want us to fight with the left. They want us to fight on the street. They want us to have a it's not going to work. Blessed are the peacemakers. We're the peacemakers. But we're also, while we're harmless as doves, we're shrewd as serpents. And there's going to come a coalition of the working class American on the left and on the right. And there's going to be a Oh, hallelujah, holy ghost, smack down in 2022 politically. And you watch those midterms, folks, because there's gonna come a strange alliance because these people that are trying to take over are gonna screw things up. You can take that one to the bank that's about to go Deutsche Bounce. All right, let me go back here. I wanna go to Kim Clement for a moment here before I get myself deplatformed. All right, here we go, Kim. Speak, O oh prophet of God. Now I got this here. This is uh, 2014. There shall be a shaking amongst the Democrats in the coming elections. This is while Obama was president, while Obama was in office. And uh, unsettling for the Republicans. Oh, the Democrats shaking the Democrats and unsettling for Republicans. What could possibly shake Dems and unsettle those? Why? Why is God, what is God doing this? Why has God said, God said, I am dissatisfied with what emerges from both parties. Man, when you're on God's I'm dissatisfied list and you don't take the medicine he gives you, oh brother, are you in for the rumble seat? Okay, so watch what happens now. And then, then, then the prophet says, there's the nation he's shown me. He took me, it's itching for a new kind of war with America and they will shout impeach look at that he's talking about a new kind of war at the time of the impeachment well who do you think's behind the impeachment there you go who's behind it tell you right now it's the Chinese communist power and trust me you're going to find out more about their influence not only through Europe but in the United States And these cats, Wall Street, West Coast, East Coast, Washington, check it out, people. They sure shout, impeach, impeach! But there's a nation that is itching for a new kind of war. Who is it? It's them. And that's what's coming in, trying to get in America, Marxist-Chinese communism. Because these cats and these European EU Sorosian multi-billionaire techno-corporations they want to do business right here on the old uh, belt road, one belt, one rope, one belt, one rope. <laughs> it's supposed to be one belt, one road, but it's one rope around your neck. Coming from China. i tell you what, it's China right behind you. They're itching for a new kind of, it's an economic war. It's an economic war and it's a COVID kind of war. It's bio And then it brought us to our knees, it wiped out this guy's economy, set the nation into a tailspin. Trust me, the devil knows what he's doing. It's a new kind of war with America. And they'll shout, impeach, impeach. And uh, they say, uh, the nation shall come very, it shall come very subtly. Yeah, why subtly? Why subtly? And it didn't come during the age of, but why was it subtly? Because every dorkhead was looking at Russia, Russia, Russia. Do I got to go up there to my map and show you? This is what the geniuses, Brennan Clapper Comey, are talking about. Well, you know what? They overshuff the runway there, Lloyd, because that was the problem. But you're smart. You're getting it. You're getting it. All right, here we go. I don't want to go on here. Let me just get, I got a I I message to give you guys. say, back to the prophet. For the enemy will do everything in his power to put a witch, uh-oh... A witch in the White House? Brothers and sisters, the enemy will do everything in his power to put a witch in the White House. Tell you what, these prophets being dead yet speaketh. Then anybody, anybody, hear what he just said. Jezebel has chased away the prophets. Look at the prophets right now with what's going on with Trump and the impeachment. They're all like running for the cover of the high hills. For Jezebel's chased away the prophets, even Elijah. I tell you what, Kim wasn't Elijah. Kim was the closest thing to Elijah I know. Didn't mean you know, there's other people that have words and knowledge, but that, that cat carried some juice. Now I've said, go back, for this is this shall this dismantle. Then it goes on. This shall be dismantled. So there will be no more corruption. This will be dismantled. There will be no more corruption. Corruption, dismantle. Elijah. Jezebel, witch in the White House, I'll tell you that guy. Share this, folks. That the Holy Ghost. I don't know what the heck this word is. bisanetta. For the corruption in the White House, since the spell, this is some word, shall take place, shall be the most unusual thing. A transfiguration is going, it's going to happen in the marketplace, if you wish, into the news media. Now look what he says here. Into the news media, Time magazine is going to have no choice but to say what I want to say. That'll be interesting. Why? Because in the fullness of time, look at what happens with the news media. Ah, what I wanted to say, what I wanted to say, what I wanted to say on The View, what I wanted to say, Trump shall become a trumpet, says the Lord. Trumpet, Trump shall become a trumpet. I will raise up the Trump to become a trumpet. Well, now I'm wondering about that. Let me just say this. I'm wondering about that. Because I know you're thinking like I was thinking in the White House. What if I'm going to do something in the media, says the Lord? What if right now, while the dorky, what's his name, Jack Dork in Twitter, and all the other... uh, tech gurus, while they're crushing us, what if Trump decides his next play is media? What if he decides it's time for media and he's going to hit the marketplace and there's going to be a transfiguration in the area of media and uh, Trump becomes a trumpet in a way we didn't even see? Listen, he's been trumpeting for four years. You know what it got him? Impeach, impeach. And they're all piling on him and all the rats are sinking the ship. But here's what I say. <laughs> and then I will not ignore the gatekeeper that watched over New York, who will once again will stand and watch over this nation. He's talking here about 9-11. He's talking about 9-11. I'm going to watch, you know, that is as Giuliani. You tell me Rudy Giuliani you ought to watch uh, Rudy's comments. Says Rudy Giuliani is the only one who stood with the president, exposed Ukraine, exposed the corruption in the last election, and is exposing January 6 right now, and he's off of YouTube and nobody, so go listen to Rudy's common sense, no one else will listen to him. Once again, he will watch over the nation, says the Spirit of God, it shall come to pass. The man I placed in the highest office shall go and whispering my name, but he will shout it out by the power of God. Oh, this is interesting. I'm going to fool the people. I'm going to fool the people. Well, God, now he's going back in time. He's going back in time. God's going to fool the people. Yeah, he fooled them. Even the Christians didn't know what God was doing with, the, with uh, Cyrus over there. They'll say that he has hot blood. The Spirit of the Lord says he may have hot blood, but he's going to bring walls of protection. What's he doing this week? He's visiting the wall. He's going to bring the economy of the country rapidly. Nobody did what Trump did. I mean, how are they going to follow that act up and deny it? I'm going to put him in the helm. No, he says for two terms. This is where everybody goes. Two terms, Lance, two terms. All right, two terms. But this is one prophet that didn't say two consecutive, did he? He's going to, because I think right now, we need we need the church to step up its game. We need to stop hiding behind him and being his critic. It's time we put our big girl panties on. <laughs> I got a woman on my staff that says that. It's time the church, the bride, put on her underwear there and did the job that the bride's supposed to do. We got Rudy. He's doing his thing. Trump's going to be a trumpet. It's time for the dismantling of the corruption and the Jezebel witchcraft. It's time for the prophetic voice, and I believe it's going to show up. It's time for that media trumpet to rise. I'm telling you something, people. There's more in these here prophecies. And then God says, what about this man with hot blood? He's not going to go in praying when he starts, but I'm going to put him in office and baptize him with the Holy Spirit in my power. There may be coming a Holy Ghost baptism and Pentecostal experience for Donald Trump. It's one of the darkest days of his life right now. I just prayed for him tonight. I was feeling so, so sorry for him. And and, and I was because of the, the, who's standing with him? And who's standing up for the, the absolute travesty, almost the comedy of righteous indignation? Oh, we're upset about what's happened in the Capitol. Why, it was just this summer in May, we had rioters running up and down the streets, burning down buildings. We didn't do anything then. We didn't call the National Guard. We didn't hold a special session of Congress. Oh no, we didn't do anything then. Why? because those were our people. (laughs) They were just doing what they're paid to do. But you got some wackos. We're not even sure exactly who all those people were, but I don't deny there was some of our our group there. I'm just telling you that 99.9% of that group's a bunch of praying grandmas. What you wanna pray for is there's no violence that is going to be stirred up in this country and pinned on the beautiful people that have been standing with Trump and and the party of corruption and the party of violence wants to make the the conservatives, the evangelicals, the Catholics, make you the party of terror, terrorism. And they're so goofy up there in the head, they're messed up, that they actually want to believe it because it it. Uh, Like the Bible says, evil men shall wax worse and worse, deceiving others and being deceived. I'm sorry, people go, Oh, Lance gotta pray. Remember, YouTuber wants to say, yes, I know. And the Bible says evil men are gonna wax worse and worse, deceiving others and being deceived themselves. So there's gonna be a whole bunch of those evil people. And you gotta recognize that too. That's why there has to be a rising up of a movement. And I believe. It's coming. I believe it's there now. I believe I believe what you guys know in your spirit. I read you what the prophet said. I showed you some pictures of, of the real deal. You got a sense of what reality is. You know these other people are all lying and believing a lie because that's the ultimate judgment of God, by the way. You know the ultimate judgment of God is not death. The ultimate judgment of God is to be turned over to a deception because you're done then. It's over. Because if you believe a lie, because you do not have a love of the truth, then you're never going to receive the truth when some Christian tells it to you because you're already resisting the truth. You've made a decision. See, the kind of folks that God says, even Paul says he got saved because what he did, he did in ignorance. He was a sincere terrorist. You see, he really thought that those Christians were blasphemers. But then when he realized the truth, he repented immediately. But see, there's a whole lot of people that they know the truth and have rejected it. They're the scary cats because that means their conscience is is cauterized. They don't have a conscience. They don't have the apparatus or the faculty for conviction. It's burnt over. So that's what you would call in many cases a reprobate mind. Now, how many people have that? I don't know, half a dozen? I'm not gonna say that. We gotta pray for everybody. Yes, we do, because I'm saying we gotta keep ourselves in the love of God. And that sounds a little hypocritical, what I just said there, but it isn't. Remember what the Apostle Paul said when uh, when the high priest ordered him to be hit and he slapped him and he said, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. Do you sit there in a position of of authority and then misuse your office to judge me? Basically, he said, God's going to smack you, you hypocrite. And then somebody said, well, that's the high priest. Now, if it was any other hypocrite, he wouldn't have repented. But it was like, the high priest. Well, it does say, thou shalt not speak evil of a ruler of thy people. And I think Paul did that basically as a protocol. I don't think it was like a sudden repentance. I think it was like, okay. Then, because he immediately looks at, looks at the uh, the room, the situation, and judges it and goes, half of you guys believe in the resurrection, half of you guys don't. So he turns over to the guys that do. He says, brethren, Rather than look at the situation I'm in, you know how these people are. All I'm saying is I believe in the resurrection, and they get up and have a fight with the other side. He believes in a resurrection. We believe in a resurrection. They all fight with each other, and while they fight with each other. You know, Paul. Paul gets dragged out. It's a really brilliant move, because when they all figured out what he did, they were all in unity again, hating him. Do you realize that this is one thing about Donald Trump? He unifies people. He unifies people all over the place. I've never seen people with so much agreement about not liking him. <laughs> Only Jesus. Actually, I was going to say this. This is a terrible thing to say. But it, it, it requires more courage to wear a, a Trump hat than it does to wear Jesus paraphernalia. I could, I could wear Jesus through any airport. If I wear a Trump hat, I'm taking my life in my hands. All right. So, Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. They can shout, impeach, impeach. I believe, Lord, that you're in control of everything that's happened in America. And now I speak, Lord, to my brethren, to my friends to my family that are that are all shook up about today's ordeal. Lord, and I speak your word. Did you not say that whosoever comes to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you what he is like. Lord, you said we could be like a man who built a house and dig deep. Dig deep, dig deeper than you've dug before. Dig through the emotions and laid the foundation on a rock. On a rock. There's the rock right there, folks. And when the flood arose, uh-oh, and the media and uh, the neighbors and uh, the government and the banks and the big business and the airlines all started dumping on you, the stream beat vehemently upon the house, but it couldn't shake it because it was founded on a rock, founded on a rock. But he that hears and does not. He's that hears and doesn't practice is like a man who doesn't have a foundation, doesn't have a foundation. Tossed to and fro, Tossed to and fro with every wind of cues and which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. Well, America's gonna experience both the shaking of what's not right and the shaking to test what is right. And what stands through the shaking is gonna make it. And what doesn't is gonna be exposed. But isn't that what you want? Aren't you asking God for revival? I continue to pray for the peace and consolation and grace of God on Donald Trump. I, went, I came home, I started to say this, but I came home and I prayed for him. I was so tired, I was so spent, it's been a long day. I was gonna lay down and thought, no, I gotta pray for that man first. So I went in there and I just, this is just a point of contact, I just lay hands on that cardboard and I said, oh God. It's, I pray, it's like if you have a picture with people on a wall, I just pray for them, pray for those pay, pictures. And you know, I pray for him. I pray for the peace of God, the anointing the spirit of God, even as God has anointed Cyrus and Cyrus made the crooked places straight and the bars and gates of iron he broke and the spirit of the Lord would go before him and make the crooked place. As I, as I pray prophetically, for the strength of God, the spirit of the Lord is upon you. The anointing is upon you. The grace and peace of God. I seal your ears that you do not hear any voice other than the voice of God. That your eyes see just what the Lord wants you to see right now. That you're hearing. That you're hearing That that uh, the strengthening of your spirit. I'll tell you what, this weirdest thing happened. I actually got strong. Like boomerang. It isn't like it bounced off of him. It's that like I got strength in praying for him. And I pray for our enemies out there in the streets. I pray for the people that are wickedly deceived. I pray for those that hate us. I pray for those that despise us. And Lord God, I pray that you're going to cause a move that is going to absolutely outsmart the enemy and bedazzle uh, bedazzle all of us because you're going to join the harvest of those that have despised your people, that have misunderstood who we are. And there will be such a, a, a revelation of favor, an interaction, a movement of God that the, the favor of God is such a powerful movement of your spirit that it will break the spell that is on the common man and join us together as one and that you will judge those who have, who have uh, abused their offices, their privileges, and their blessings. And Lord, have, uh, have been the party to the destruction and the opening of the gates for destruction of this nation. I pray that you will turn and you will deal with them as those that are responsible and accountable for what they do with the stewardship of the gifts you've given them. And I'm asking you Lord now for the consolation and grace upon the people that are tempest tossed, that we can dig deep and find that rock of stability that we'll see, ah, what you're up to. And that you are not a God that just does what we say and has to answer our prayers the way we want you to but that you are sovereign and Lord. You have set your king upon your hill. And if they do not acknowledge and respect your choice, then you will deal with them. Remember, my friends, the ark. The ark belonged to the Jew. The ark belonged in the temple. But uh, they did not protect their own glory. They didn't honor their own ark. And it fell into the hands of the Philistines. But oh boy, those Philistines, it didn't work out so good for them with the false gods and they couldn't wait to get rid of the Ark and get it back. And so they sent the Ark back to the Jews and the Jews, oh, they rejoiced and they just got curious and they opened up the Ark to see what was inside. It was like open season, you know, because it had Aaron's rod that budded there with supernatural fruit, it had the manna and it had, uh, I think the 10 commandments. And you know what? 50,000 were playing peekaboo with the Ark. They weren't supposed to, but they just had to go look and they all died, boom. That was a rough day. Basically, the glory of God was defending itself and God's reputation and God's name is gonna be defended God's way. And trust me, God's name is about to be defended and his honor is about to be vindicated, but it's gonna come in a way that's gonna be not according to, I prayed this way and I decreed and declared. Well, the Lord took it into account, but I think he probably had a better plan. You know why I know that? Because Trump wasn't your plan or mine either. It was God's plan and God's plan and always is so much more mischievously delightful to heaven and he gets all the glory when it manifests on earth. That much we know about the boss. So thank you, Father. I pray that my friends are all gonna be blessed. If you go to lancewalnut.com forward slash news, lancewalnut.com forward slash news, if I get banned on the air, I'll be able to keep your email address and tell you where to find me, because I will be found somewhere, because everybody's someplace. That's a profound statement. Big things are coming, people. I'm sensing it. Oh boy, it's gonna be big. If you would like more information about being a guest on The Network Live, contact us at thenetworklive.org. The Network Live will be back next week at 10 a.m. right here on KNEO Radio 95.3 FM and KNEORadio.com. I'm Debbie Rule. Thank you for listening today.